And before we fly away for the hour here on the muster, boom, uh, we will talk to Thomas O'Brien, based out of Garston. G'day, Tom. How's things? Oh, g'day, Andy. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, mate. I, I want to get away. I want to fly away. Well, that seems to be the theme of a lot of people at the moment, doesn't it? You know, they're sort of thinking about their holidays coming up and, and uh, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. We're starting to find a little bit of normality again. Um, there's that cabinet meeting at 4pm today regarding mandates, regarding the traffic light system, this, that and everything else. Um, it'll be interesting what comes out of it. By all accounts, we they may be wiping the system. I don't know. We'll find out later for Savo. But so bloody good just to be getting back to a bit of normality. Oh, 100%, mate. And yeah, as you say, let's, let's hope. Let's hope that uh, they can shed some light on uh, on what's been a fairly sort of uneventful time with regards to actually letting people know what's going on and what the plan is is ahead. And you know, um, it really highlighted to me a couple of years ago that that you know people can handle good news really well, um, and people can handle bad news. Obviously, it's not a, not a positive, it's a negative, but at least you know what's going on. But what people can't handle. Is no news or, or, or no sort of um, no sort of plan. So here's hoping that, as you say, at 4 p.m. today, we've got some clear guidelines about you know things which are ultimately affecting um, you know people in business and people you know in society and things like as we were saying you know getting away and uh, and making plans for holidays for, for the um, Christmas time and so on and so forth because you know uh, those those pressures those financial pressures are real. Um, I know there's a, I got a lot of friends and, and family members actually who are sort of lining up to go overseas, but you know the, the cost of flights and so on, are, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty full on. So uh, they'll be going away and they'll be sort of ticking off the catching up with friends and family box, and then I think they'll be sort of battening down the hatches a bit more after that. I'm going on an airplane for the first time in 15 months on uh, Friday. Admittedly, just going to Auckland, but yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it. Actually, it's a bit of a novelty. Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, and no, it's um, yeah, it's good to get out of your patch and, uh, as Lenny Kravitz said, you know, fly away and yeah. uh, and see uh, see what, what's going on at the other other end of the country. But you know, um, you know, if you're lucky enough to sort of get away and and, and fly overseas, you know, even if it's just the Aussie or the or the Islands, Cook Islands or whatever for a break, which I know quite a few people try and do, but you know. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people will not have the ability to do that because, as I say, financially it's just not really within their capability. And um, you know, we've got we've got the local election body body elections coming up, and uh, you know, there's the usual suspects with regards to ratepayers and you know, rubbish and rates and bridges and roads and all of those essential services. But you know, the cost of living and and um, you know, looking after people within society is is, is of paramount importance. So yeah, we need to. You know, the cost of food, the cost of living, the cost of borrowing money. Um, yeah, everything's going up, and and uh, we, we kind of just need to be really wary of um, of how we're going to get out of this this sort of a, a bit of a rut of a situation. You know, the, the government spent a hell of a lot of money over the last couple of years, and and rightly so in some areas, but but in other areas, it's, it's probably been a bit questionable. And and you know, yeah, we're, we're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to either get quite a lot of overseas investment capital injected in, and um, you know some people are not going to like that, but but it might have to be the reality of the situation. I was up in Tiana at the weekend. I seen a real rarity. I seen a a bus, a tourist bus, parked up overnight. That was a real. There was something I haven't seen for a long time. 
well, you know, people in Tana in particular, you know, they seem to go through uh, boom-bust cycles all the time, and, and, and a lot of it, you know, they could sort of preempt, you know, from a seasonal perspective, yeah. but... But, but, you know, the last couple of years in particular, you know, have been incredibly hard for people in town. Oh, and, and um, you know, they'll be, they'll be welcoming domestic and international tourists in particular with open arms. And, and hopefully, they, uh, hopefully they provide some good patronage for those businesses because it's all, you know, it's all very much a flow on effect um, right through sort of the, the restaurants and the cafes and the tourism activities. And, you know, people, people who, uh, you know, who come from town and, and, and spend a bit of time in town. We want people to be spending money in places like that, for sure. Because there's plenty of building going on in areas like that in Fiordland Basin as such, just in itself. But, um, yeah, it's just a matter of getting these projects finished now. We all know about the jib shortage, et cetera. But there's definitely a lot of people investing in areas like town now, for example. Um, it's just a matter of down the line, um, how big it goes up there, what happens. I mean, you think of the, you think of how things, if you knew where the next big place to go bang was going to be, remembering it's not that many years ago, Arrowtown was just a satellite area, and it still is, or Queenstown. Uh, prices were nothing out of the ordinary, though, but all of a sudden, boom. I mean, it makes you want to look some Manapuri areas like, there are they due to go oh i think so i think so andy look i mean i i was coming back from ohau lake ohau of all places um and stopped off at terrace and i just happened to bump into a mate there and he he lives in terrace and he said look you know even a little place like terrace there's you know people coming down from auckland and they're kind of going well you know this is not a bad sort of a place it's a pretty nice lifestyle and people are working remotely and 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 he reckons that a place like terrace will probably grow quite quite rapidly as well but you know coming back to, to Southland you know we've got record, a record number of, of consents um, being being applied for within the Southland district and, and yet, yet you know we don't we just don't seem to have the resources or the people um, capable of being able to process them in a timely manner that's, that's going to be financially viable for a lot of people and so we need to sort of streamline these things and and fast track them and maybe distill some of the legislation down a little bit and, and um, be a little bit more pragmatic about how we actually can get some of these things over over the line in a, in a timely fashion because if we want to attract not only the uh, the infrastructure you know for people to be able to spend the money in Southland and, and get get the population of Southland moving um, exponentially we also need to allow those people who are you know the builders you know um, affordable housing yeah. in itself, you know, exactly. and that's one of that, that's one of the problems in Southland as well, you know. Hey, Tom O'Brien, out of gas, and thanks for your time as always, mate. Oh, my pleasure, Andy. My pleasure. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, brought to us by Livestock Supplies. A pensioner drove his brand new BMW to 100 miles per hour. Looking in his rear view mirror, he saw a police car behind him. He thought it to 140, 150, 155, but then he thought, I'm too old for this. So he pulled over to the side of the road and waited for the police car to catch up. The officer walked up, looked at his watch and said, Sir, my shift ends in 10 minutes. Today's Friday and I'm taking off for the weekend with my family. If you can give me a good reason that I've never heard before why you were speeding, I'll let you go. The man looked seriously at the policeman and replied, Years ago, my wife ran off with a policeman. I thought you were bringing her back. The cop simply tipped his hat, bid the man good day and left. That's us for a Monday afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on The Muster. 
My name's Andy Muir. This has been the Muster on Hokanui. Thanks to Peter's Genetics. We'll catch you tomorrow at Tuesday, 1 o'clock here on Hokanui. Have a great Arvo Southland. Let's fade into the sun.